0: I know that so many of you are tired of people telling you about the, quote, evidence that shows that you should do this or that or whatever else that just doesn't make sense to your common sense. You want to trust your gut and your God, but the fear that flows from the medical model and from a world of women who have been indoctrinated to believe that that model is best often creep in and scare you into thinking that they know best. But do they? Should you trust them over your God-given intuition and your God-given common sense? Let's talk about it. Are you a Christian woman yearning for a beautiful, joyful pregnancy and birth with a focus on God, not medical tests? Are you worried the birth you want isn't possible and you're tired of being treated like an accident waiting to happen? Hey mama, I'm Lori, host of Your Birth God's Way. I'm a certified nurse midwife now, but I wasn't always. After working for nearly 20 years in the broken maternity system, I, too, was in your shoes wondering how I could have the birth I wanted and that I felt God meant for me to have. I found a secret that has actually been known since the beginning of time. God's way is the best way. Spoiler alert! God made us and our babies, and He knows us best. He designed us perfectly for pregnancy, birth, and nourishing our babies after birth, if we work with His design and not against it. In this podcast, you'll learn how to be healthy and have joy during this time of life that will be over before you know it. So if you're ready to reclaim your birth and your babies for His glory, go turn on a few episodes of Bluey for that little one on your hip so you can put the focus back on you for a few minutes with me. I don't know which one of you is Jen's 2001 on Apple Podcasts, but whoever you are, since it doesn't have your full name and I can't know who you are, just know that if I knew you and I could jump through this phone, I would hug your neck so tight because I love the review that you left for me. It was so encouraging to me. And every review that any of you have left for me has been so encouraging to me. It gives me reason to know that I need to go on. I'm helping you guys. You guys are seeing things that you didn't see before. And you're hearing the support that maybe you don't get from the people around you. And that's what I'm here for. This, that's the whole reason I do this podcast. And so when you take the time to leave me a written review on Apple Podcasts, You give me the fuel in my tank to keep going, and Jen's 2001 did that back on October the 17th, and I just want to hug her neck. I can't see the full title, but it says, the part I can see says, the best birth podcast I've, (laughs) I'm guessing that means found. Then it says, listen to so many secular podcasts about birth and never found one that is so encouraging and so rooted in truth. This is my absolute favorite, hands down. We'll be sending these episodes to all of my friends. And that means so much to me because there is nothing better than having recommendations from somebody. You know that when you hear your friend bought this or bought that or listen to this or listen to that, it means more than maybe just seeing a commercial on TV, right? Because you know somebody that has used it and they believe in it. And so when you take the time to share my podcast with your friends It means so much, and I know that's why the podcast is growing, because you guys are resonating with what you already know, by the way. Everything that I'm telling you, you might not know the details of the ins and outs because of just not having gone through that education, but you know in your gut what's right, and that's what we're going to talk about today is what you know in your gut that you don't need some study to tell you, you don't need some degree to tell you. That's what we're going to talk about today, so I just want to thank Jen one more time for sharing me with her friends. And I hope that more of you will do that as well. And if you haven't taken the time to leave me a five-star written review, please do that. It matters. It is not wasted time, I promise you. And you might just hear your review read right here in a future episode. So like I said, today, we're gonna talk about getting back to the knowledge that you already have. And I know you have it because I know that God made you And I know that he put it in you because he puts it in all of us. Women have been having babies since the beginning of time. Since Adam and Eve, women have been having babies. Did Eve even have a midwife with her? Well, of course she didn't. It was just her and her husband who supported her. Was she induced at 39 weeks because her baby was too big? Did she have to get an ultrasound to make sure her baby was head down? Well, of course not. By the time we get to the book of Exodus in the Bible, we know that midwives existed. And so because we know that the wisdom of birth has lived with women since the beginning of time, we can just assume that over time, as women had babies, they helped other women have babies. And there were some women among those who kind of rose up and that was just their thing. That was what they did. They just went and helped other mamas when it was birth time. Just like now, there are people who that's just their thing. There's people like me. That's just our thing. And we want to help other mamas have their babies. And so over the course of history, that happened. Women recognized that they needed other women to support them through the time of birth. They knew what they needed to know to sustain giving birth to all of humanity from then until just the last few hundred years. They had everything inside of them and everything among the women in their area all the knowledge they needed, it was there inside of these women. But then, the last few hundred years, suddenly somebody told us that we need men, obstetricians, hospitals to tell us all these things that we don't know? Wait, what? That, that, that doesn't even make sense. It, you know, it doesn't make sense. It doesn't even sit well in your gut. Right now, you're probably going, man, you're right. How did we get here? I'm no feminist. If you know me personally, and I know some of you listen, do know me personally, you know I am no feminist. I believe in the model that God made for us as women, top to bottom. I believe that men are fulfilling a role when they are underneath of God's will that is essential. I'm not into all those buzzwords that demonize men. I don't think men are bad. But I do not for the life of me understand how it is that we as women have willingly given over our wisdom and power to men when it comes to childbirth. What do they really even know about it? I mean, they can read books and they can hear stories, but not one of them have ever given birth. And yet, over recent history, they have stolen from us what God gave us as a beautiful process that only female bodies can do. This episode is meant to do nothing more than to get you thinking and to get you trusting yourself. I'm not demonizing the men who have chosen to work in the childbirth arena, but I am asking you to put your trust in you and in your God who created you because. Without fail, you know you, and you know pregnancy, and you know birth in a way that no man ever can. And so while he can tell you what he read in some textbook or in some study, he cannot have firsthand knowledge, but you can. So where do we get to the point that we trust so-called science so much more than we trust common sense? If science is done correctly, it can give us great information. But the problem is that science, quote, science, is so manipulated now that you've got to really spend a whole lot of time reading between the lines to even find the truth. you got to look at who funded it, how they chose their participants, who they chose to leave out of the study so that they could skew the results to say what they wanted it to say. It's sad, but that's the truth. Most studies are done to reaffirm some point or reaffirm some position that they already hold and they're trying to get a study to say it for them. It's not because they're truly out there seeking for what's best. We have thousands and thousands of years of, quote, evidence that women can and do have babies without all of the things that your doctor, maybe even today, you might be listening to this because you just left your prenatal appointment, and some doctor told you something that you needed to do. And guess what? For thousands of years, that thing has not been done. For thousands of years, women have had babies without an IV in their arm. For thousands of years, women have had babies without medications. For thousands of years, women have had babies without ultrasounds. For thousands of years, women have had babies without anybody sticking their fingers in your vagina to see if your cervix was open or not. For thousands of years, women have had babies without a machine strapped to their belly emitting radiation constantly for hours on end into their unborn baby and into them. For thousands of years, women have had babies without starting labor before it starts on its own. Guys, do you hear what I'm telling you? we have been doing this without all this stuff for thousands of years women used to rely on their wisdom and the wisdom of women who had already been in their shoes they trusted god and they trusted their instincts and they trusted the wisdom of those women they didn't have due dates to tell them that their body didn't really know what was what it was doing and it didn't really know when or how to give birth, so we have to kind of make it happen. They didn't have studies to tell them that it was, quote, safe to interfere with birth at some certain gestational age just because. You see, there comes a point where you've got to reconnect and know that you know your body better than anybody else. And we'll say that one more time. You, mama, you You know your body better than anybody else. The world has convinced you that you need somebody with letters behind their names to tell you something, that somehow they know your body better than you because they went to some school and got some piece of paper hanging on their wall. And don't get me wrong, there is something they can offer. But rarely is what they offer more valuable than what you offer. I'm one of those people that has the letters behind my name but there's nothing that I can tell you about you better than you can tell you about you. I can read a test, I can conduct a test, I can do this or that that I've learned how to do, but none of that is more valuable than what you tell me about you. A good provider will spend more time listening to you as you give them information about your body and your baby and your history. When I say history, I mean the things that are going on in your body, then they will do in tests because they know that what you have to say is a priceless piece of the puzzle and one that is essential to knowing what's really going on. They know and they acknowledge that you know your body best. Now, I want you to just take a minute and think. When was the last time you had a doctor listen to you more than he or she talked or did tests? Just think about it. When's the last time? Can you even remember a time? You know, many doctors require, not even recommend, but require you to get a dose of radiation shot into your unborn infant before you even talk to them. Some won't even see you if you don't do it. Sound crazy? That's what an ultrasound is. And some doctors are so reliant on technology over listening to you and looking at the signs your body gives that they won't even talk to you without you exposing your baby to a potentially harmful test. It's known that it's potentially harmful. It's known that there's all this stuff that we don't know about it, but they make you go do that test before they'll even talk to you. Why is this? Well, it's because the system is so reliant on technology and what some study somewhere said to validate what they wanted to do anyway. You don't need a study to tell you what you just know. When you hear a recommendation about your pregnancy, I want you to think to yourself, why? Why are they recommending this? Who does that recommendation serve? When someone pushes back on you wanting to do things the natural, normal way, you ask them where the study is that says their way is better. Where is the study that says that their way is good enough, better enough for, to use some bad English grammar, (laughs) that it's better enough to depart from God's way? And I'm going to tell you what, they're not going to have it. Because God's way is the best way. Science, quote, science, keeps trying to prove that they're better than God, but they'll never succeed. And in fact, all they'll do is confirm God more and more, but that's a whole different topic. Think about what is recommended to you. Does it serve you and your baby? Does it expose you and your baby to harm? Or does it serve the fear Of the medical model that sees pregnancy as inherently dangerous. Again, I know that there are things that the medical model can diagnose and help. There are women that died over these thousands of years I mentioned that don't die now because of some of those things that they do. I get that. But guess what else? There are now women who die that wouldn't have died before. And I know that because of how rates of maternal morbidity and mortality keep going up despite all this technology that they want us to think is helping. There are women who undergo needless major abdominal surgeries to extract their babies from their bellies, who deal with a slew of things after those surgeries that they never would have had to deal with, both immediately right after the surgery and also in future pregnancies and that they would have never had to deal with at all if they had been supported as being normal mamas with normal pregnancies in this normal process called pregnancy, labor, and birth. And how do I know that? Well, I know that because one out of every three mamas in this country has their baby through a cut in their belly now. But at the same time, The rates of maternal morbidity and mortality, that's the rates of the things that go wrong or the deaths in our country, have gone up and not down. If all of these C-sections were truly needed and truly for our good, then those rates would be going down, but they're not. Places that have the lowest C-section rates, the hospitals, the birth centers, the homes, that have the lowest C-section rates, because obviously those places don't have C-section rates, but they do have the rates of their clients who may be transferred, and they have very, very low rates of moms truly needing C-sections, those places have better outcomes for both mamas and babies. See, when you apply routine treatments and routine interventions, when I say routine, that means we're giving them to everybody whether they need them or not. So when we apply these routine treatments and interventions to women who don't need them, they are causing side effects that would have not happened at all had that unneeded intervention not been applied to them. And some of those side effects are harmful and sometimes they're even deadly. Some interventions may be useful, of course, but only, only when properly applied to the right situation which requires critical thought, and not just blanket applying it to every mom who doesn't need it. We must stop looking for a study to justify normal. Normal is God's design, and we have the entirety of human history as evidence that women's bodies know God designed us to do this job, and when we work with His design throughout our lives, both during pregnancy and in the years before pregnancy, then our bodies will do what He designed them to do. So, what do you do? You trust your God who made you, you trust your good sense He gave you. You do the things the way that is natural, the way that makes sense. You listen to your body. If something arises that is out of the ordinary, you seek wise counsel of someone whose first inclination is not to dive headfirst into doing this and that and the other to you before they listen to you and think critically and work through what is going on rationally. If you are with a practitioner who gives you the first twinge in your gut that something isn't right, not with your pregnancy, but with them, it just doesn't sit well with you, you don't wait and see. You find another practitioner who will listen to you and trust you. Pregnancy goes by in the blink of an eye. You don't have time to wait and see if they're going to support you. You need to start looking now for a provider that will support you and will listen to you. And you need to not wait and you need to not be scared to fire someone who does not support what you know to be right. That's how we start to change this broken system. And on some level, I'm not even sure you can change it. Sometimes I think it just needs to be burned to the ground and started over. But that's a different topic for a different day. But at the very least, you can make sure... You are giving your hard-earned dollars to practitioners who trust birth first and don't treat it and don't treat you like an accident waiting to happen. You remember that God designed you. He designed all of us women. He designed birth. You go to him first. You read his manual first. There's a lot in there about birth. There's a lot in there about trusting in him. Not Some man's book. Some man who never had and never will have a baby. You don't go there first. Yeah, there's stuff there that you can learn. I'm not saying there isn't. But I'm saying that first, you go to the one who designed the process and who designed you. Go to him. He's the one that knows. Surround yourself with women who believe in the normalcy of birth and believe in your intrinsic ability to do what God made you to do. That is how you start to change things, at least in your world. I know all that sounds scary, and I know that sometimes, depending on where you live, you may feel very alone. But I would love to work with you to help you to learn how to trust you. I know that when you've had your whole life of telling you that, you don't know or that you've got to have somebody else to tell you I know it's hard to make that transition back sometimes it feels impossible but that's what I'm here for I'm here to help you in that process and there's two ways you can work with me if that's what you need the first way is through my your birth god's way christian childbirth education course and that is available to you right now on demand on my website You'll get access to all the live videos from the course this summer, as well as all the handouts, the relaxation tracks, the affirmation cards, and so much more right at your fingertips today. That course includes everything you need to know about having a natural birth God's way. It's a comprehensive body of information, and it's all you will need plan and implement the birth that you want as well as learn how to breastfeed and to care for yourself and your baby after birth you can learn more about that at yourbirthgodsway.com replay course the second way to work with me is to book an hour-long one-on-one consultation I'll help you work through whatever phase of pregnancy or postpartum you're in, giving you my honest, unbiased perspective based on my over 20 years of experience in every facet of the maternity world. You'll walk away with a clear plan and perspective on your next step so that you can be confident in knowing that you are trusting your birth to God. And you can sign up for that at yourbirthgodswaycom power hour. So go head over to my website, pick which option fits you best. I'm honored that you would invite me into such a beautiful and sacred time of your life. And I look forward to talking to you right back here again next week. Real quick, if today's episode blessed you in any way, would you head over to Apple Podcasts and leave me a quick five-star written review? It'll take you less than a minute, but it's the best thank you you can give me. And it will help my show to reach more mamas just like you so we can all find God's best for our families. I'll see you right back here in a few days.